Hello everyone and welcome to Presk Parisien Podcast. I'm your co-host Kelly and I'm joined today with my good friend Dilara. Bonjour tout le monde, I'm Dilara and we're super excited today to record our pilot episode for Presque Parisienne podcast and in this podcast we'll be giving you our perspectives on living in Paris as foreigners. Maybe we should start off by introducing ourselves, no? How about you Kelly? My name is Kelly and I originally come from Glasgow in Scotland. I'm 44 years old and I have been in Paris now for nearly six years um, Delara and I met about four years ago and we've been good friends for a whole three years. My name is, as I said, Dilara. I'm 37 years old. I'm originally from Izmir, Turkey. I've lived in Istanbul afterwards as well. And then I moved to Paris a little bit over 10 years ago. So, Kitty, why are we doing this podcast? Well, we decided to create this podcast because we believe that we can give a really different perspective as to life in Paris. And if there's anyone out there who's listening to us who feels that they may someday want to move to Paris or come and visit as a tourist, then we hope that this, this podcast might give you some good hints and tips of what to do and importantly, what not to do um, when you come to the, visit the City of Lights. Excellent. So here we are today in Bois de Vincennes, which is a green forest area outside of the 12th arrondissement of Paris. Arrondissement being, I guess we can translate it as a district. And it's a beautiful sunny day. It's one of the hottest days of the year. And it's an early September Sunday. And for each of our episodes, we'll actually be recording in different locations and give you a little bit of flavor of what we're doing that day and where we are. So Bois de Vincennes is a wonderful area to go uh, biking or do a picnic and that's what we're doing. We're eating fruits and French cheese and enjoying this conversation. I already know the story but why did you choose to come to Paris? Out of all the other places, why France? Why Paris? Well, six years ago, I had a couple of life-changing events happen to me and I decided that I wanted to change my life, change my situation and leave Scotland. The reason why I chose Paris is because I'd spent um, a good couple of months before that learning French and I'd also decided to put myself through my TEFL course that would allow me to teach English as a foreign language and where else would I want to do that if not Paris? So I chose to be here. It's a city still close to home. I can get home at any time I want and it was a lovely compromise and it was a great place to start a new chapter in my life. And tell me, Delara, why did you decide to come here? Um, my story is a bit different than yours in terms of I am born in a non-European Union, non-Schengen zone country, Turkey. And about 10, 11, no, actually it was a bit more than that. It was like 12, 13 years ago. I decided that I wanted to leave Turkey to change my career from being a psychologist to move into tech and just to basically get out of Turkey and have a better life. For myself, it could have been honestly anywhere in Europe, but Paris always had a little little spot in my heart because during my adolescence years, I grew a big interest in French cinema of the 50s, 60s, the Nouvelle Vague um, films, those black and white movies, the yeah yeah pop music of like Serge Gainsbourg or François Hardy, uh, listening to that beautiful chansons and I always had this romanticized and in a way fetishized idea of Paris 
which obviously was not the truth after I lived here and that's why one of the reasons we're doing this podcast like expectations versus reality but that's why I chose Paris I applied to many jobs all around Europe but Paris was the first choice and that's where I got accepted and that's how I got my visa to move here and work here sponsored by the company who hired me and I moved in permanently so Kelly we chose the name we actually like had a lot of ideas on what name that this podcast should have and finally we chose the name Presque Parisien and that actually translates to almost Parisian and why did we choose this name Kelly like what makes us Presque Parisien what makes you Presque well after six years of being here I still feel like I'm almost a, a, a Parisian and I don't think I will ever get to the point where I'm a hundred percent Parisian the one reason for that is I was not born in this city this city has a has an identity of its own and if you're born here then only then can you call yourself a true Parisian but I have done my best to integrate myself into the culture of the city as, as, as far as I possibly can um, I've never lost my innate Scottishness. It's some, it's, I don't want to lose my identity into being a, a, a Parisienne, not really, because I am full-blooded Glaswegian, and that in itself can make for a few, uh, let's say, interesting encounters um, sometimes in the city. But um, ultimately, I don't think I would ever introduce myself as a real Parisian. What about you? Ah, that's interesting. I didn't know that about you, actually, because, like... I think I do identify a little bit as a Parisian, especially if I'm talking to French people who are outside of Paris and we're talking about lifestyle choices, work-life balance, what we like to do, what we don't like to do. They tell me that I have become a Parisian. But then if I talk to a Parisian, just like you said, I'm not a Parisian because I'm not born and bred here. So that uh, definition that you gave is really interesting. So I think that's why, like, I think I am a Parisian, but I'm not qualified and approved and certified by born and bred Parisians. So that's why perhaps I would also call myself presque Parisien. So Delara, you, you said earlier that some things might not have met your expectations when you, when you came here, but can you just tell, tell all of us briefly about what it was like when you first got here? Well, actually, when I first got here, I just came uh, after university, which I actually didn't mention. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, after university, I came here for two months because I had a boyfriend back then, a Turkish one, living in Paris and studying, and I wanted to learn the French language. So I did like this two months of like accelerated courses of French, and I fell in love with the city. It was the first time that I ever lived. Um, in a European city that long, which is two months, I think is a short time, but for me it was ages. And I fell in love with it. It was so romantic. Mm. I had sushi for the first time in my life. I had like good meats, all these brasseries, the cafes, the way people were dressed. Mm. I touched the pavements and I was like, oh, this feels like home to me. And I had such a romanticized idea of Paris living here for two months as a student and then I left and five years later I came back with those expectations boom the city has its own rules and rhythm which I had no idea about and it I felt unwelcomed I felt everything all these <laughs> romanticized ideas almost to the Emily in Paris mode obviously I was never there but 
all these things hit me in the face so hard it, because it's, life is hard here when you come. So all that, all those like expectations versus reality hit me hard in the face and in a way it helped me grow. So I'm really grateful for Paris for that. How about you, Kelly? Like what was, what hit you hard on the face or maybe, <laughs> maybe surprised in a good way? My first time when I fell in love with Paris was actually when I came here just a few months before I got married. I was walking through the city, it was Montmartre and I remember and I was thinking, Oh, I could live here. I could get used to this city. This is so beautiful. And then about four or five years later, um, as I said earlier, I made the decision to put myself through Teflon and come to, to Paris um, full time. And um, I was exactly the same as you. I was walking through the streets and I was with my, my French friends that I had. I, I did come here with a small network, which I think kind of helped me a little to get a little bit more settled, a little bit faster. And I remember walking through one of the boulevards. I think it was near Le Drou Roland, mm -hmm. in fact. I was, I was saying, so what are you going to do now that you're in Paris? And I was saying, I'm going to write my book, I'm going to write my symphony, I'm going to go and see the Eiffel Tower every night. And I was just so, I had stars in my eyes and I couldn't believe the, the, the lights and the colour and the lives and how different it was to the city that I had just left. And that feeling is something that I've really tried to keep for this last six years. I feel very privileged to the fact that I've gotten to where I am and like all my ups and downs in this city because as you said Alara it's not easy to move to a city when you when you feel you well you're, you're skint you've got you've got no money you've got you've got very little <laughs> friends you, you don't really know where you're going and like the work and effort that it takes to learn some of the stuff that we're going to talk about in this podcast that and get used to like what happens when you when you live here is it's hard man and I wake up every day feeling privileged to where I managed to get myself to. That's interesting that you actually mentioned, Kelly. Uh, when you came here, you came here with a circle of friends already that you knew. Maybe not full-on friends, but some people that you knew. Um, that made me think, I came here knowing literally no one. Zero people, nothing. And when we look back on our lives and our experience in Paris, I came here as... Um, a person who was not raised in a European country in the Schengen zone I had to get that visa where you already had the work permit because you're European yep. but then our experiences are completely different because then you had the ups and downs which we're gonna talk about later on we, we think the reason these differences that both of us have lived through is gonna put different perspectives and that's why we thought like our experiences not matching is actually a good thing for the listeners of this podcast. It's really important that you mention the word privilege, Kelly, because I also feel like that right now, because given the situation in Turkey right now, people cannot really get sponsored for their visas as easily as I did get that back in 2013. So uh, I also feel that privilege. We're really lucky to be here yeah. and loving and living our lives. Yeah. <laughs> Over the next few weeks, we are going to be um, discussing certain topics that have been of interest to us and giving you our very unique perspectives and our experiences of how that went. So topics are going to include food and going out 
as well as like grocery shopping, which is like a big uh, interest of mine. French administration or politics or immigration, uh, or fashion. The language that you have to learn. Yeah. So yeah, each episode will come with one particular topic. If you guys can think of any topics that you might want us to discuss over the next few weeks, then please feel free to drop us an email or get us on the socials. Both links to those will be on our show notes. We'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Till next week. Au revoir. Ciao.